Hello, Billy Reeves here. Welcome back to the K-Scope podcast. Thanks for joining me. Music coming up from Manson and Nordic Giants. First, however, from the multi-award-winning band Anathema, Daniel Kavanagh has released a solo album on K-Scope entitled Monochrome. Before we hear from Danny, who's currently on tour with the band, let's hear a track, shall we, from Monochrome. This is entitled Dawn. Monochrome, that's uh, Daniel Kavanagh, and that's entitled Dawn. Now, I caught up with uh, Danny recently by giving him a ring on the tour bus. Anathema are on an enormous uh, tour presently, taking in many, many countries. So, obviously, I had to start by asking Danny where on earth he was. I'm in Barcelona, actually. Um, I'm on the tour bus in Barcelona. Um we're about one third of the way through of this European tour and Madrid last night it was a big audience and um, you can tell that the band's growing and in a pretty good place right now this is actually one of my favourite tours we've done uh, that I can recall yeah all is good it's great when it comes to Anathema on tour who's the most rock and roll member of the band let's get in a cab and go downtown Santiago after the show, for example. And who, conversely, is the most sensible, eating their greens and going to bed early every night? I think there's a bit of both in everybody, to be honest. Um, I mean, people are sensible these days. Everybody's kind of sensible and everybody's got a, still got a little bit of the rebel in them. So um, I just don't drink, but I, te- I, I can be spontaneous and enjoy things. Um, and there are people who will generally have a drink after every concert and people who will t- take it or leave it. Um, but um, 
Yeah, we're not we're not as rock and roll as we used to be. Let's put it that way, shall we? Congratulations on the new solo record. First question about that: Why? Why? Oh my gosh. Um, well, to be honest, I just had songs lying around uh, that the band were likely never going to do, and I, they were just sitting there. And I thought, well, why not stay busy and record a record and put it out and see what happens, you know? And so that's just what I did. It was recorded before the Optimist, so that would be about 2015. And um, they were just sitting around. The songs were there. Um, most of them are quite simple and easy to do. And although it's more fun making records with the band, um, this was kind of easier because, you know, I didn't have to go through musical debates uh, with the rest of the group about stuff. Thank you. 
was going to be a piano instrumental album and it grew and grew and grew and became songs um so as for the material well it started um with a process whereby i met john and Vinny in paris 2014 and we listened to all the little demos and tried to compile two lists as best we could of songs that the band would like to do and then songs that i could do on my own and I mean, I was always very excited to work with the band, but um, it was it was really nice putting this together. Um, there wasn't really a stylistic thing. I don't think the band shies away from many different styles at all. Um, but I would say that it it was easier to make a, a meditational kind of trance-like series of songs because I wasn't bound by the formula of what the expectations are of a rock band so I was able to do like start the song with a song like start the album with a song like The Exorcist for example you know which is kind of dark ambient piano kind of ballad I, I don't use that word often but you know I just did um, and it's not the kind of song that the band would ever usually open with um, um but no, I mean, there's no major musical shift. I I would say the only real, real difference between some of them serial on here and and what the band does, and also, like, the only real difference in approach for me is that I can sing it myself. So, whereas Vincent and Lee would sing my material, on this album it was me and Annika, so uh, that's, like, the, the main difference for me. Other than that, it's largely a similar kind of thing which track came together really quickly and conversely which one was a right pain in the aris well some of it's improvised and and stayed more or less as that improvisation so some dreams come true was largely improvised i mean there was a lot of trial and error on the record as well so some would be more involved uh, but none of the album was really difficult. I would only say that it was a process of discovery. So there was lots of trial and error in terms of trying things, changing tempos, changing lengths, arrangements, that kind of thing. Um, but there are some little highlights for me. For example, on um, Silent Flight, uh, the synth solo, the very... Um, the very obvious and prominent 70s sounding synth solo that's on there that was a first take but yeah they all kind of just more or less fell into place it was just a process of of tetris whereby you're you're finding the right piece to fit in the right way you know
Late night candlelit feeling, evoking the light of dusk as the summer sun sinks below the horizon, setting the scene for thoughts and meditations that many people will relate to. The words of Daniel Kavanagh, the album is entitled Monochrome. That track is entitled Soho. Before that, you heard The Silent Flight of the Raven, Winged Hours, and before that, Dawn. All three of those tracks feature Anna Phoebe on violin, who you may have seen live with Anathema. Also popping up on vocals on three tracks, Annika van Giersbergen, who of course used to sing with The Gathering. The album is out now, kscopemusic.com forward slash DC. You can see an animated video for this music uh, made with the help of the fine artist Danny Branscombe, who created the album artwork. My thanks to Daniel for his time. Now, the enigmatic Nordic giants have made their own film and therefore created the soundtrack therein. The project Amplify Human Vibration. The soundtrack is out now. Started with the idea for the film, but the band wanted to create something, quote, uplifting to show that every person can make a positive impact on the world, no matter how small and to simply remind everyone the true power each of us have, especially when we all unite together as one, unquote. It's really about down-to-earth people doing what they love, trying to make a difference. It really is as simple as that. But, of course, we can all question why we are here and whether or not we're heading in the right direction. The track I'm about to play is entitled Taxonomy of illusions. It isn't that the world is tired and played out and that all frontiers have been explored. Every culture could support that viewpoint, but in fact it has never been true and it isn't true now. We have been for a long, long time, the victims of illusion, driven by the blind momentum. Most of reality 
is illusory. It's just that we do each other the courtesy of not pointing this out. We have been blind to what we have been doing. We are blind at this moment. Creativity is going to be unleashed. The message here is, and it's, it, it's more than a message, we're not going to go silently into the gentle
until the last moment of the last hour. The house is burning down around us and we rouse ourselves from the stupor of materialism, the stupor of male dominance, sexism and racism. If we don't rouse ourselves from this stupor, the momentum is now practically irreversible. Nordic Giants. That track, Taxonomy of Illusions, from the album Out Now, Amplify Human Vibration. Now, K-Scope have acquired the rights to Manson's back catalogue, a reissue campaign over the next 18 months or so, which will cover the band's entire history, previously unreleased audio and visual material. There'll be remasters of the original recordings for 5.1 and deluxe 180 gram vinyl to enhance their reputation, I reckon, as one of the most innovative bands of the 90s. And of course, we've been enjoying the frontman of Manson's Paul Draper's solo album, Spooky Action, which was released by K-Scope in August this year. And to celebrate the 21st anniversary of the Manson album, Attack of the Grey Lantern and following a huge fan-driven response online, Paul Draper will play that album in its entirety on his February and March 2018 tour, as well as playing his debut album, Spooky Action, live as well. Paul's recent sold-out UK tour featured some Manson songs, his first ever live solo dates. K-Scope will release a limited edition 12-inch of Manson's four-track one EP on December the 15th, featuring the band's first single for Parlophone, which was entitled Egg-Shaped Fred. And you can watch the video online now, kscopemusic.com forward slash Manson. Thanks for joining myself, Billy Reeves, for this episode of the K-Scope podcast as ever humbled by the music played here and also by the fans and listeners that make our label possible. Keep supporting independent music, please, by subscribing, liking and sharing this podcast with your friends. Until next time then, here's Manson and the classic Egg-Shaped Fred. Ta-da! Ta-da!